You're listening to Raw and Real, a podcast for everyone dealing with loss. Join your host, Linda Piazza, as she and her guests share their experiences, knowledge, and heart when dealing with the tough topics of loss along life's journey. Our goal, whether you're dealing with a loss of a relationship, loss of health, loss of life, or loss of self, is to invite you to the table for our weekly conversation and provide some comfort in knowing that you're not alone in your grief. Now, here's your host, Linda Piazza. Hey guys, welcome to the first podcast of Raw and Real. I'm your host, Linda Piazza, and every week we're going to have some real conversations about loss. This podcast has been created with intention and a lot of care. We want to make sure that you know that you are not on this journey alone and that there are people that have been where you are and understand where you're coming from and that you are not alone. This week, we are going to be talking about the different types of losses and survival. Thanks so much for joining us. We're excited you're here. Before we dive in deep to this week's topic, I wanted to talk a little bit about the different types of losses. There are many faces to loss. Some of these are obvious to people and some of them are not. Sometimes people would not categorize some of the stuff as a normal loss, such as empty nesting, losing a job, losing your house. And I'm not talking about losing your house to a foreclosure or for financial reasons. I'm talking about losing your house because your parents sold the house that you grew up in or you are moving from the house that you raised your family in. There's a lot of loss that comes with that. There's a lot of heaviness and a lot of sadness when you no longer are living in the house that you were brought up in or that you brought your kids up in. Business partner, loss of self. And loss of self is a big one. And that's something that we're going to talk about in another podcast. And we'll dedicate an entire podcast to that. Losses that one would consider normal, obviously, is death, divorce, which is obvious. And I think you can put divorce and friendship in the same category because in both situations, it's loss of a person who is still alive, but no longer a part of your house and miscarriage. That is something we're also going to have a a topic on because I think that that's one of those topics that people are real uncomfortable with. They don't talk about it a lot because they don't know what to say. They don't know how to behave. Sometimes they weren't even aware the person was pregnant and then they find out they lost the baby. They don't ask about it because they feel like, oh, if we bring it up, the person's going to think about it. We don't want to upset them. And that's really with any kind of loss. People don't know what to say and they kind of avoid it, which makes you feel like you're going through it by yourself. When you experience any of these losses, sometimes People just don't understand unless they've been where you are. And that makes it really hard. You can expect to go through things like fear and worry and doubt when you're going through losses. Obviously, a broken heart, loneliness, and loneliness is a big one. Uh, Loneliness can make you feel isolated and it can lead to a real dark place. And sometimes loneliness will lead you to suicide. And that loneliness, a lot of times, in loss comes in when people walk out and they don't know how to be around you and they don't understand what you're going through or they think that you should be over it and they kind of back off and you find yourself by yourself dealing with your loss all alone and it's really, really, really difficult. I want you to know you're not alone and what you're feeling is normal. I just wanted to put that in here because I think that that is just so very, very important. 
when you go through loss, you experience, like I said, a broken heart, anxiety, and anxiety brings on its own set of issues that you have to deal with. And it's not easy because you lose control in the situation of loss. And many times it's out of your control and there's nothing you can do about it. And it brings on a lot of anxiety, especially if you're a controlling person like I am, because there's nothing you can do about it. Somebody's dying, they've got cancer, you can't fix them. And that's frustrating. One thing I want to point out is everybody is different and you may not experience all of this the same way. And that's normal and it's okay. Some people might experience worry and doubt. Other people may experience the loneliness and anxiety. Other people may experience the broken heart. Some people may experience all of it. Whatever you experience, it's your experience, it's your journey, and it's okay, and it's normal. And I just want you to know that it's normal. You'll find often your reaction may be stress and depression, which obviously depression is normal when you're losing somebody, especially through death. Isolation, physical reaction, and physical reaction, I'm talking about you're not eating, you're not sleeping, you don't feel good, you're not taking care of yourself. It's a physical reaction to loss. You also will experience and go through denial, loss of control, a feeling of having your hands tied. Because like I said, if somebody has passed away or somebody is sick and they have cancer, you can't, there's nothing you can do. You can pick up the phone, you can call doctors, you can have conversations with doctors, you can try different treatments, but really at the end of the day, it's completely out of your control. Your hands are tied and gosh, that's hard. That's very, very hard. Anger is something else that you will often have a reaction. Your reaction will be come out in anger, avoidance, and you may spend a lot of time blaming Other people blaming yourself, blaming doctors, blaming nurses, blaming ex spouses, blaming friends. And it's exhausting, guys. It's exhausting when you are blaming everybody because sometimes there isn't anybody to blame, but blame sometimes makes you feel better. And so when you're aware of all of this, it kind of helps you go through your journey and through the process just a little bit easier. The thing is, is that you don't want to stay stuck in any one of these things because these are really tough places and really difficult reactions that you have, but very normal reactions. Every reaction is normal. And I don't want you to think that if you're feeling any of these, that there's something wrong with you because there's not. Because it's part of the grieving process. It's part of the loss. It's It's very, very normal to experience and react in some of these ways like stress and depression and isolation. One thing that will most likely happen, and you will get an awareness around your journey, many times your role changes. And when that happens, like in a divorce, you're no longer a spouse, you have self-awareness and a battle in your mind. And often you say, self, get I say to myself, get out of my own way, get out of my head. What's in my head during times of grief and times of loss, it's real crowded. And there's just a lot of chatter that's going on in there that makes it super, super difficult for you to function. Again, 
while that is difficult, it is normal and it's okay. Just don't stay stuck there. You'll have questions and you'll ask yourself a lot of questions. Could have, should have, would have. Did I do the right thing? Didn't I do the right thing? Did I ask the doctor the right question? Did we have the proper treatment? There's going to be a ton of questions that you're going to ask through different losses, whether it's through a divorce or it's through death. You're going to ask yourself who you are. You may not recognize the person that you are at the end of it when you come out from the darkness of your grief, because a lot of times a little piece of yourself is left with whatever you grieved, is left with whoever you buried, is left with the person you divorced. A little bit of yourself, you lose it. But you also reinvent yourself in some of those situations. And again, it's normal. Again, it's okay. And again, it's different for everybody. It's different for everybody. You may ask, how did I get here? Oftentimes you ask yourself, what is real and what's not? When somebody dies, I know when my sister passed away, I came home from New York and I was just like, I wanted to wake up from this nightmare and go into bed thinking this was all a bad dream. It's not real. It didn't happen. And waking up expecting different results. And it's not because I'm crazy. It's because that's what I wanted so bad because it hurt so much. And the idea of losing her was just excruciating. So having the denial around it made it somewhat bearable. Not that I pretended she was, wasn't dead, but the hope that she wasn't, that I was going to wake up from a bad dream. There is good news. You will come out of it. You will. You'll learn how to cope. You will learn to find peace. You will gain confidence again. There will be wonder and joy and happiness in your life again. You'll be able to be carefree and you'll find yourself in a safe place and you'll be home. You will come out of this. The journey and the storm is really, really tough, really tough. Focus on being there and know that you're not alone. There's no right way or wrong way to do this. And there are no real instructions. So I want you to know that it it is a journey and it is difficult and it is not easy. And there are a lot of different types of losses and there are a lot of different ways and, and stages that you go through and things that you experience through your loss. My message is it's okay. It's normal. Everybody's different. Everybody's loss is different. Everybody's journey is different. And you will come out of it. You will. You'll find yourself back home again. You will survive. And so that is what we're going to talk about today, survival. We're going to tackle survival, which I think maybe everybody is thinking to themselves, this is kind of backwards. We're, we're, reverse, we're kind of going in reverse on these topics. I'm sure that the thought process is let's start from the beginning and then work ourselves through. And I want to get across to everybody that no matter what you have going on in life and no matter how difficult things are, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is a rainbow waiting for you outside after the big storm and you are just exhausted and worn out 
there is something better. There is something that you can pull out of and see something beautiful at the end of it. I can talk to you about all of this because I have been through a lot and death, numerous, 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 divorce, empty nest. I moved away from home where I lived for 28 years, left friends, lost friendships, lost relationships, lost jobs. So when I take the topic of loss, I've got a lot of experience around it. And all I can do is talk to y'all about how I survived and how I made it through, especially over the last six months, most pretty difficult months after losing my sister. And I can say right now, a month ago, I probably couldn't say this, but right now I can say that I'm in survival mode. I have had some really deep, dark, dark times, dark moments, difficult moments, and I have been able to work through it and I have been able to deal with it. I have been able to feel, I've allowed myself to feel and do what it is that I needed to do to find some peace and find some life around the death of my sister. So I think survival is a great place to start because I want you to have some hope. I want you to know, and I want you to see that no matter what storm you're in, no matter what you've got happening, no matter how difficult it is, you are going to survive and you are going to be okay. Survival comes after you have worked through all the yuck that that goes from start to finish, all the in-between stuff. You can't survive something, truly, truly survive it, if you haven't gone through the things that I mentioned earlier. If you haven't gone through the steps, and, and again, I hate to use the word steps because I'm not sure steps is accurate, but I believe that there are things that you just kind of go through, segments maybe, I don't really know what the right word is, but you have your loss and your losses cause you feelings. And then those feelings lead to to things like depression and isolation. And then you get an awareness around it because one day you wake up and you're going, what just happened to me? I'm in this hole and you're trying to find your way out. You're trying to climb out and you don't even realize how you got there until you're there. And then you start questioning yourself because you don't know how you got there. You don't know who you are anymore because what has just taken place and what has transpired. And then you learn after you've been through all of that stuff, you learn how to cope. You learn how to survive. You try to find peace. And the only way you're going to do any of that and you're going to find survival and peace at the end of it all is by allowing yourself to go through the steps that are necessary for you to come back out whole and for you to come back out a person who can find joy and happiness in life. You're not going to come out the same. You're just not. You can't have a loss impact you greatly and think you're going to come out and you're going to be the same person. Because if you come out and you're the same person, then something went wrong somewhere. You lose yourself, a little bit of you, in every loss that you experience in life because there's a piece of you that went away with whatever that was. So let's talk about death. So when somebody somebody dies, 
I know for me, there's lots of holes and, and lots of stitching <laughs> around my heart where the holes were for each person that I, I've lost. And each one has changed me. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just, it just is what it is. And it changes you because you have experiences around it and you are sometimes wiser for it. Sometimes you're better for it. Sometimes you have a little bit more empathy for the person that you know that's going through it and you can help them. I questioned many, 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 many times because since 1998, every two years, I've lost somebody significant in my life. And the people that I've lost significant in my life have been best friends, my parents, my sister, every one of them to cancer, every one of them. And each time it happens, you get beat down just a little bit more. And you try to, you, you know, that at that, that next one or that last one, you're like, I just can't do this anymore. I can't handle this anymore. I can't go through this again. And somehow for me personally, every two years, it seems close to that I find myself and I have found myself in the same place. So I feel like there's a message. I feel like there's something I'm supposed to do with it. I feel like God is telling me, shaking me to figure it out. And I think that part of that is I have a ton of empathy around it. I have a ton of empathy for someone who loses their parents. I have a ton of empathy for somebody who loses their 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 sibling. Um, I have a ton of empathy for somebody who loses their best friend. I have a ton of empathy for somebody who has just gotten diagnosed with cancer or somebody who has a family member that has been diagnosed with cancer. I have a ton of empathy for that person who is the caretaker because I've been there. So I believe that this podcast really is part of what I'm supposed to be doing with what I've learned. So survival is necessary. Survival will happen. Survival is something that takes time. It is not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not something that you can beat yourself up over the head with. I mean, there are days that I would wake up and I'd like, I can't do this anymore. I need to get over this. I need to like, probably the first reaction people have is sweep it under the rug. Don't deal with it. Put it on a shelf. Deal with it later. And I am here to tell you, if you do that, it's going to take you twice as long to get to the other side. It's going to take you twice as long to survive what you've been through because you have not dealt with it. You have to deal with your loss. You have to deal with your pain. You have to deal with your sadness. You have to deal with all of it in order to get to the other side and say you survived it. You survive it by feeling it. You survive it by working through it. You survive it by allowing yourself to feel. I did a podcast not that long ago with a really close friend of mine. And he asked if I could give advice, one piece of advice to people in similar situations, what would it be? And I would tell you to allow yourself to feel. Because most of the time, we are led to believe that we need to be over it. We are led to believe that grief has a time limit. We are led to believe that life goes on, which it does. It absolutely, life does go on without a doubt. But 
I think other people's uncomfortableness cause us to try to rush through something that we should not be rushing through. I think it causes us to feel like there's something wrong with us when we're in a place of sadness, we're in a place of depression, we're in a place that is hard, really, 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 really hard. And so because of that, we don't always allow ourselves to feel and be emotional and be okay with all of that because we don't think it's either socially acceptable or acceptable around our peers, our family, our friends, people that we work with, anybody that we talk to. Because let's face it, after a while, people are tired of hearing it, especially if they haven't been through it, they don't understand it. So in order for you to survive, you have to feel. In order for you to survive, you have to deal with it. Death and divorce are very similar. The difference with death and divorce is that spouse is still around. So more than likely, if you have children, you still have to see them. Sometimes people say kind of terrible, but they do. They say death is easier than divorce. Divorce lasts a long time, guys. Um, And it's a topic we'll talk about down the road and in a little bit more detail, but it's, it lasts a long time. It's not just bang the gavel and it's over and your marriage is, is over. If you've got kids, boy, it's the rest of your life. But allowing yourself to go through the steps and to feel and to deal with what is happening and, and taking the awareness that it brings for you to be able to start processing it, all of that needs to take place for you to say you survived it, for you to be able to survive it. I'm here right now to tell you I'm evidence of survival. It's not easy. It's lonely. It's sad. It's probably one of the hardest things you'll do in your life. So. What does survival look like? Looks like me. It looks like the sun. It looks like beautiful blue skies. Survival is an inner peace. It is a confidence. Because I think when you have survived something terrible, you have a confidence about you that you didn't have before. And that confidence takes you to a different place. It tells the world, I'm okay. And I made it and I got through it. With a, it for me personally, I am a person of faith. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ as my savior. And I am grateful for that because one of the things that helped me and has helped me and continues to help me is God says, I'll meet you where you are, and he never leaves you alone. And there is something amazing about that. And there is something peaceful about that. And there is something, I don't know that I can put even put words to it. There's something safe about that because you're never alone as much as you might feel it, as much as physically, there may not be somebody there with you, but just like a parent, and this is how I look at God and my relationship with him, is as a parent, you never leave your child. 
you are, you know, as soon as your child needs something, you run and you're there for them regardless of, of anything. And it's the same thing with God. We're his children. And he would never, he doesn't abandon us. Even if we think he does, we, we, um, I think we get ourselves so caught in the moment and the emotions that we don't open up ourselves and our minds and our hearts to accepting him. And we blame him. And trust me, trust me, I have had some ugly conversations with him. I've been mad at him. I've yelled at him. I've not understood why things were happening. I've backed off and it was like, you know, stay away because this isn't working for me. Only I was, I've been angry with them. And I think that we do that with our parents and kids do that with their parents and we're, nobody's perfect. God's perfect, but we're not. So I think that it's okay to get angry and have those emotions and those feelings and, and have that, those strong conversations with him. But at the end of the day, we know that he's never going to leave our side the same way we would never leave our kids' sides. He's going to watch over and protect us the same way we watch over and protect our children. So that helps me on a daily basis get through all of life's trials and tribulations. That helps me survive. And survival is the most important thing that you're going to do at the end of a tragedy, at the end of a difficult time. Because in order for you to be okay and to live life that you've been granted, to wake up the next day and to be able to say, I'm still alive, you have to survive and you have to live. And living is a gift. Every day we wake up, it's a gift. And if you don't survive what you've had happen, then that gift is not going to be there for you for the taking. So in order for you, again, in order for you to survive what you've been through, you've got to go through the steps. You've got to go through the emotions. You've got to go through the grief. You've got to allow yourself to do all that. And at the end, it will build you as a stronger person. It will build you as a stronger human. It will build you as a stronger friend, as a stronger parent, as a stronger sister, as a stronger whatever you need to fit into there. It will build you to the best that you can be. Surviving something that is tragic and difficult, there is also this. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say pride because I, I don't know that that necessarily fits this, but you have this. I did it. I did it. And I came out on the other side and it's all good. And you look, it's an accomplishment. It's an accomplishment. And I guess it is something that you can be proud of because you went through the trenches to get there. And so there are tools and there are things that you can do that can help you to that next step. And you have to figure out what it is that works for you and just do it. Easier said than done. I know because I've been there. So I know. And sometimes when people have said things to me that have tried to push me to that survival place, I want to just slap them. And it's okay. So if you 
are not in a place where survival is something you want to hear about, it's okay. It's okay because you'll get there when it's time. You don't need somebody pushing you there, but I am going to tell you, don't stay stuck. Don't stay stuck in your grief. Don't stay stuck in your emotions. Don't stay stuck in your depression. Don't stay stuck in your anger. If you stay stuck there, you're in trouble. And it's going to take you a long time to get out. I want you to feel those emotions. I want you to go through them. I want you to experience them. At the same time, don't stay stuck in them, if that makes any sense. Thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast of Raw and Real, our very first episode. I'm really glad that you were here. I hope that you took something away from it. I think the thing that I want you mostly to take away from this particular podcast is that you are not alone and you will survive and you will come out on the other end where it is going to be amazing. You're going to have story to tell. You're going to have people you can help. And I do believe that it is all okay. And I want you to take away that it's okay to feel the things that you feel. And it's okay to be upset and angry and that you are not alone and you will survive. Thanks for joining us this week for another episode of Raw and Real. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app so you get notification of all new episodes. 